You're listening to the Inspiring Minds Show on the Own Your Power Radio Network. This is Todd Goodwin, your host and hypnotist. Our goal is to inspire, empower, and transform your life. So stay tuned and inspire your mind. Welcome to the Inspiring Minds Radio Show. I'm Todd Goodwin, your host and hypnotist from the Miami Hypnosis Center. And we're here on the Own Your Power Radio Network. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic, which I'll tell you about in a minute, and I'm sure it's something that uh, you or someone you know has experienced many times in life. Uh, the purpose of the, this show, the Inspiring Minds show, is to give you a greater amount of self-awareness about how your mind works, about how you can live your best life, and to inspire and empower you to take advantage of all those resources that you do have at your disposal to break free of the cultural programming and the limitations that you may have learned so that you can live a much more fulfilling and, and uh, really enjoyable life. So some of our past shows, which you want to check out on the archives, uh, relate to things like grief. Uh, that show was, why is it so hard to say goodbye? Why is it so hard when we lose someone or something in our life to get over that and to really uh, move on? Another one was about stress, the causes of stress in our life and how to uh, deal with those effectively. We also did a couple shows, um, one relating to using hypnosis for improving your sports and performance, and another one, hypnosis for entertainment and debunking the myths about stage hypnosis versus hypnotherapy. Also, our last couple shows were relating to trauma, what it really is, emotional trauma, and how to resolve it, and why people often get stuck while others manage to, to skate right through a difficult experience without being traumatized. And then we also did a show on hypnotic regression, including childhood regression and also the somewhat controversial past life regression. So if you're interested in checking out some of those topics, go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com and look at the archives. Plus, you'll also find some other great shows from some of our other, uh, other shows that we have on this network. So today, we're going to be talking about breaking up and why it's so hard to do. I almost broke into song there a second. Um, the title of the show is We're Breaking Up, Sort, sort of. of. That's right. And it, why is it that when people have the intention to break up, they do for a little bit, but then something brings them back, or maybe many different things, as we'll discuss, bring them back into it, for better or for worse. And the constant struggle people have with themselves from being able to make a serious, like, single-minded decision to move on. And uh, my special guest co-host today is Ali Lassard. Um, Al, we've been friends for a few years, and you're, you're a woman of many talents. What, how would you introduce yourself in like 30 seconds, Allie? So 30 seconds, I would say that I'm a holistic wellness expert, but I have a, a background in energy healing. So I'm a Reiki master, licensed massage therapist, holistic health coach. Um, I do intuitive work and astrology. So that's less than 30 seconds, but I am a well-rounded woman with that's many true. talents. And you're also... Good with my hands. That's right. You're also certified in, uh, in neuro-linguistic programming. That's right. Which is related to hypnosis. So. Correct. Yes. So I kind of blend all those techniques together when I work with my clients, depending on what they need. Very cool. Gracias. So, de nada. <laughs> right? That's appropriate in Miami. Okay. So, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about something that, um, that we know in our own lives from clients, from friends people having difficulty breaking up. Personal experience. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, uh, and, and how people can acknowledge the challenges that they face that cause them to be 
kind of incongruent about making that decision right. and then how to resolve that. There are a variety of different reasons why we get stuck in that situation and how to overcome that. Exactly. So we're going to go to our first break. We'll be back in a few moments and we'll get down to the nitty gr- gritty, the gritty nitty or the nitty gritty, right? <laughs> All right. In this Ayurveda. Is, this is <laughs> <laughs> we're going to tell you a great story about how you can break up. So Namaste. we're going to get back. What's that? Namaste. Indeed. Thank you. All right, so, um, yeah, we'll be back in a minute. This is Todd Goodwin with the Inspiring Minds Show. This segment was brought to you by Constant Contact. Learn how to grow your business with the Constant Contact Toolkit. Sign up today by texting OYP to 22828. That's OYP to 22828 to register for the mailing list. Once you're a customer, Coach Simone will contact you and set up your complimentary training on marketing strategies and branding for your email campaign. Once again, it's Constant Contact, where you can connect, inform, and grow. Welcome back to the Inspiring Minds Show. This is Todd Goodwin, your host and hypnotist, with my special co-host, Ali Lassard, a woman of many talents and experiences. So... um, (laughs) And, and I, I don't say that with any any <laughs> subtext there, you know. I'm, but it's I'm flattered. Thank you. No, and indeed, you really you really have a lot of experiences. Thank you. Um, and uh, it's great. You know, the great thing about experience is that you can draw on it. That's right. For all kinds of purposes. Practical purposes. And practical purposes too. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Rational and irrational purposes. That's right. We'll be talking about that today. That's right. And the irrational ones are the the funky ones. Those are the ones that are fun. And crazy, and the ones that your friends uh, judge you for and stuff. So, <laughs> or you judge yourself <laughs> yeah, for. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, so let's get the the kind of the get to the heart of this. Yes, we're going to discuss some reasons why people why people break up and then go back on it. So the 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 topic today is we're breaking up. Sort, sort of. of. That's right. So, so let's get some of the boring ones out of the way. What what cool. would you say some of the the common rational, practical reasons are the people when they say, that's it, we're through, and then a few weeks later, eh, not really, we're back together again. Right. I think probably the number one practical reason is for financial purposes. Okay. Maybe they can't, like one of the people can't support themselves, maybe they're not working, you know, Miami, that seems to be pretty prevalent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Did I just Did say, you say that? that? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think financial reasons is a big is a biggie. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Another one. What else? Uh, responsibility to family. Sure. Children. Okay. Yeah. What else? Um, well, I mean, in Miami, it's also common. You know, it's like, well, how much longer do we have to stay married before I get my green card? Papeles. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, papi. So papi. Like, I mean, papeles. <laughs> <laughs> like citizenship and immigration. That's right. So, so those are. You know, those are often kind of things like when you're married or when you've been together for a while. With, but, you know, a lot of the times with the people we know, and yeah. and I know that at the Miami Hypnosis Center, I've worked with a lot of clients who have come to me where it's not so much a marriage, but it's either mm-hmm. girlfriend and boyfriend yep, or, or even, in many cases, um, the person is actually having an affair. Right. With an I- so it's an illicit kind of relationship, right? Extramarital. Ha- that's right, and they have trouble, and it's extra, 
That's it's, right. It's like, especially, it's extra marital. So, Ex, like, it's, ex, it gives extra. them something that's right. <laughs> triple extra marital. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, give, it gives them something. It gives them something big yeah. compared to whatever they were getting. And so, that's one. So, we're going to get into that. But right. so, I think that typically the two kinds of relationships that I've seen most commonly um, are actually not breaking up with a spouse. Mm-hmm. It's breaking up with a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Yep. And, or a mistress or right. whatever the male version of that is. Mister. M- Mister. Master. Gigolo. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, um, okay, so what, are, what, what do you I say? I not use names today. No, don't use names. No. <laughs> we'll reveal those names at the break. No. What, what are some of the, the, the juiciest emotional, irrational reasons why someone says, that's it, we're through, uh, but then they can't seem to stick to that and then they go right back? Definitely sex. Mm. He knows how to do me, knows how to touch me. No one's ever done that to me before. I've never felt that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Went for hours. Okay. Holy moly. So never happened again. So run through his scenario. He's my soulmate. Okay. Sexual soulmate? Sexual soulmate. Overnight soulmate. That sounds like sounds like a good show title right there. Sexual soulmates? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so it... <laughs> So let's just say, okay, let's just say that's that's a big reason because I think yeah. I think it is right. Um, really good sex. Yeah. And so when someone uh, when they break up and then they go back, like if you you've known a girlfriend of yours or someone sure. who did that, mm-hmm. um, what does she say about the, like like what you just said about the sex, right? Like maybe they break up and then she spends like a week, two weeks, whatever. She decides to go out on another date. Maybe she gives another guy a chance or decides to have a one night stand or a little fling just to get her mind off the other guy. And it's totally unsatisfying. And Mm so once again, it's like going back to the Lay's can't eat just one. It's like I got (laughs) to go back to my papi chulo because I just can't get enough. Okay, so it sounds to me like it's like a drug addiction. Yeah. Yes. It's like exactly. Potato chip addiction is just like drugs. Well, let's not get into that topic. Yo, <laughs> what could be started on the food supply? That's my big beef <laughs> issue. No pun intended. But okay, yeah. so let's leave. Let's leave. You said lay, didn't you? Lays. Lays. Ah, <laughs> I see. There's a little bit nice little play double on words there. there. Okay, so it's so let's get back on track. So it's a chemical addiction. I believe so. S- to some degree. Yeah. Okay. How so? I mean, when we are intimate with somebody and, and all of those chemicals and hormones are released in our body, it's it's addictive. It feels good. It's it's a temporary supply of those hormones that give us a rush. And who doesn't want more of that? You know, it's it's trying to figure out how to how to get that rush on your own versus doing it with somebody else is a lot harder, I think, for people to do that, you know, by themselves. Because it sounds to me like that could be the same thing someone has when really any drug, but especially a high, you think of something like cocaine or maybe right. heroin or something where it's a quick rush, right? They get this really good feeling. Mm-hmm. And then when they go through a low and they say, you know what? That's it. I'm never going to touch that stuff again. It gets so low right. that they're like, Oh my God, We're this done. is right. We're done. But then, right. then when they're by themselves, all of a sudden they're just like, eh, you know, I could really, I go could for really a hit. Go for, yeah. And then they're like, Hey, so uh, what's up, baby? What, what you doing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> right, and then and then they go back, and then it's right. like it was so good, and like oh my god, yeah, you know, and then they're um, really glad that we, you know, we're back together again, right, for and five then, for five days, for five days. Well, yeah, yeah. The cycle typically is like you break up on Sunday night, okay, and then you go like Monday to Friday. Friday night you're jonesing, but you're like I can do this, I can be strong. 
Saturday day rolls around, you're like, oh my god. Then by Saturday night, you know you're texting. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you? And back you go again. Okay, so the number one <laughs> number one reason, chemical withdrawal. Chemical yep. withdrawal from good sex. I think so. Okay. Um, and because masturbation is just not enough. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. Right. Like those ladies. You can make your own potato chips, but they're just not going to be as good. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. So. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, okay. those baked kale chips are gross. They just crumble. Right? Yeah, like in your mouth. It may yeah. be better for you, but. Just it doesn't taste as good. That's right. They don't last as long either. There's nothing like a little MSG in your in your snack food. You betcha. Okay, so so let's pick another another reason. Um, say uh, get the sex part out of it because this Kay. might happen in a relationship where the sex is not that good. Right. But people are still stuck together. Right. They break up. Then what happens after the person is alone for a couple weeks? After they say, you know what, we're done. Right. What what is based on your experience, people you know, clients, friends. What is the mindset at that point? The mindset, I think, at that point is, like, I'm going to be alone forever, and this feels really uncomfortable, and I'm afraid of that. So it's better to just be with that person because I know what to expect. It's comfortable, and it's better than being by myself. Fear of being alone. It's so it's, it's like fear of being alone, fear of – it's like the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Right. Because right. if I'm by myself, what if, you know, I never find anyone? Right, and I, comfort I, turns into complacency, but yet, you know, people so go back. So when, it, so being alone, uh, sleeping alone, that's a big one I've heard. You know, Empty oh, I'm bed used to syndrome. Have, yes, that's right. It Not could empty also nest. Emptiness, empty bed. <laughs> empty bed. Empty bed, it could be the same thing, you know, I'm used to um, having dinner with someone, sure. someone to talk to. Right. And what if I'm, you know, I, I just can't be alone. In this what if I turn into a cat lady? Ah, because that's like long-term fear of, it's like never finding someone. Right. That's another big one. Yeah. Because that's different than fear of being alone in the short Especially term. Especially as people are aging, and I know that a lot of clients that have come to me that are like, say, late 40s, 50s, early 50s, they start to get that sort of thing about mortality, and then they think, I'm getting older, and what if I, re now really, what if I don't find somebody? Because maybe they don't feel as attractive as they were, as desirable as they were in their, say, 20s or 30s, and so they're more willing maybe to put up with stuff that someone younger may say, eh, you know what, I got time, I can find somebody else. Hmm. That's been an experience with my clients. So, so when they're older, then they're more likely to get... To cling, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting, because... If I think about the clients that I've seen, and this is not necessarily, you know, going to be representative of the whole population, but it seems like most of them, they're in their 20s and 30s. Right. Now, it could be because maybe in their 40s, they're already married or something, mm -hmm. but it just seems like there's, uh, maybe there's something that some people have to learn Mm -hmm. It's sort of like an emotional maturity thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, for sure. Yep. And it doesn't mean that just because you're in your 40s or 50s, you're more mature when you're 20 or 30. Absolutely but not. No, but as a general rule, I think, with people who are new to relationships, yeah. like they're in their 20s, mid-20s, they've had their first really good relationship, mm -hmm. or they think it's really good, Yeah. and then, but something happens and they want to end it, Yeah. it's like suddenly you're released out into the wild, and, yeah, and you're like, wait. Uh, all the savages are out there. <laughs> it's kind of like being institutionalized. Right. You're released from prison. And then you're like, and then you want to just eat Doritos and run around with no clothes on, and have Lay's potato chips. That's it. Well, or Doritos, Cool Ranch. Oh, that's nice. That's a lot of MSG. That stuff will kill you. Yeah, you like lick it off the chip, and then you throw the chips away. Mm. I mean, I used to do that. I digress. That was probably because it gave you some dopamine, right? <laughs> right. Just like 
not yeah. as good as sex, but a good substitute. Uh, oh, very close second. Well, and that's the whole thing why women, uh, women specifically, tend to be gravitate towards chocolate and sweets Ice when cream, they break up. Yeah, or pretzels. Because it's another way of getting high. <laughs> exactly. It's a legal way of getting high, right? right. Yeah. Okay, so um, what about we mentioned this before, like long term belief that you can't, that either you're not going to find someone, or what if it's like you know what. You're released from that relationship. You you pulled right. yourself out of it, and then all of a sudden, what if, what if I never find anyone as good as that? Right. It, now, it doesn't mean necessarily sex. What if I never find someone who will listen to me? Who, right. Wh- wh- what do you hear? What about? if I never find someone who will like what I look like when I wake up in the morning with no makeup? That's assuming you found someone like that to begin with, right? Correct. So someone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yes. Yeah, so let's just okay. say. Okay. What if I never find someone that accepts me for who I am with all my flaws? Okay. What if I uh, someone yeah like doesn't accept my quirks like I do this and that and and with that person I was really compatible and what if no one else will love me? And that brings up an interesting question though, Allie, because if someone's thinking that, it almost makes you wonder if it, why they would have broken up in the first place. Correct. Well, and we said sort of. Sort so of. they broke up. Sort of. So were they? Do you find that when people break up, sort of, a lot of the time it's because they had a fight? And yeah, it's, and it's the just fight like could have sparked it. Or they're so fed up and inside they know that this is not working. And so there's like that, you know, uh, split down the middle of half of them wants out and then half of them is too scared to end it. And so they break up, quote unquote, sort of, and try and figure it out on their own or try and separate. But then, you know, something pulls them back together. One of these reasons. See, that's something I want to get into in the in the second half of the show yep. when we're talking about how to resolve these issues, but right. might as well bring it up now. You mentioned half of them wants to break up, half doesn't. Right. Now, you know from your NLP uh, training and all of that that we have you know, the conscious mind and the subconscious. That's right. And the conscious mind is logical and thinks long-term, yep. and the subconscious is irrational and emotional right. and only thinks like immediate. Yeah, it's like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. Right. So the angel part, which sort of knows better, says, you know yeah. what, assuming that it, it makes sense to break up, says, you know, right. you're better without you're better off without this guy, if that's the case. Uh, or a girl. Or a girl. That person doesn't treat you like you deserve or you could do better and all of that. Right. And that's the part that says, yeah, okay, you know what, I'm out. Yeah. And, and then, then all of a sudden, that little whisper on the other shoulder. What if you never find anyone? What, 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 if, what if this is the best you're ever going to get? Right. What, what if you're be alone and you're going to get a bunch of cats and, and you're going to be knitting on Friday night. That's right. And what if no one ever wants to come over to your house because they're allergic to cats? Or what if, yeah, <laughs> all you do is watch HGTV and shop at Target. Or worse, Walmart. Uh, uh, okay, so. So gross. Right? Yeah. <laughs> who wants to do that? Uh, not me. Ew. I'm, I'm a dog person myself. For sure. I prefer doggy style to the cat style. You betcha. But see, that's the thing because, you know, <laughs> so anyway, the point is, so there's that. So you have the internal conflict, you have internal conflict and right. the, and the, from the front the, or from the back. The what? You, you, you don't know if you're coming or going. Right. Or both. So, right. So if you don't know if Disorienting. You're, exactly. Right. Mm. So then what happens is then you're, you're pulled in one direction rationally and then the other direction you're pulled emotionally right. and the conscious mind see what happens is actually you you get fed up after after uh like a fight right and at that moment all you see is the negative in the person so all the right. positive reasons to stay with them 
are basically uh, they're small and irrelevant. Right. And and then you say, you know what? I see it clearly now. Right. Uh, you're not you're not drug it. You're not. I'm not uh, drug induced anymore. That's right. So yeah. you don't have that dopamine. You're pissed off, right. and you say, okay, that's it. We're done. Right. We've had this fight a hundred times, or you know, you've cheated on me fifty times. Right. 49th was was one thing, but the 50th, that's too much. Right. And then it's over. Right. But then, like Pavlov's dog, you know, then they call, right? And then you hear that voice, and then maybe they turn on the charm, and then all of a sudden, the irrational mind is like, oh, but he's being so sweet. He just apologized. That's but he right. really loves me. That's right. In, in a way, it's kind of the same pattern as when someone's in an abusive relationship. That's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. It, because then, you know, they re- then they're narcissistic, so they know exactly when to turn it on and off, and they lack empathy. So therefore, right. you know. And then you know you know that you and this where this is what happens when your when your friends say, "Hello, you know this guy is no good for you. You cried, right. uh, you've complained and cried about this so many times. Right. You know, oh, I know. Well, this time it's 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 over. Right. And you leave, and then you go back. Two days later, you, you see them holding hands at Starbucks. What are you doing? You know right. this. You've talked about this. Girl. What's, yeah. Right. <laughs> Why? You? Oh no. You know he apologized. He this apolog- time. Yeah. He he meant it. Or no, he's so. I heard this from a client. Uh, a woman said that he, this guy got really, he broke down and cried. Oh, he, he, he cried for he me. He can't live without me. He, he, he said, I can't me. live without you. And she's Aww. like, oh. So that played the whole, like, you know, yeah. sympathy mm-hmm. thing. Right. She goes back to him or, you know. And then he had her right back where he wanted her. Yeah. On all fours. <laughs> well, that's one option. Just saying. All right, fine. Okay, so then then there's sometimes there's a codependency then. You have one right. person who... Oh, especially with addictive you know, relationships like that. Right. Like, a, like an addict or an abuser. Yeah. So because yeah. The, the person who, who keeps going back yep. is on some level, they, maybe they're addicted to the, uh, the dopamine, like we talked about, the high. Yep. Or maybe they're... They've just never had any better than someone that was abusive or, or spoke to them or treated them that way. Maybe that's what they grew up with. Maybe that's so what they, they saw. So they have self-esteem problems. Right. Okay. And um, and one of the things that we'll, we'll discuss a little more in the, in the second half of the show is, and this is an area of your specialty, is when it's a karmic thing or it's in the stars. Ooh, it's yeah. as- astrologically speaking. One of my speaking. favorite topics. Right. That's right. Star-crossed lovers. Yes. Or, or maybe not even lovers. Maybe they're Star-crossed just... Star-crossed uh, karmic hooks. The, yeah, exactly. Hooks. So maybe it's, it's, it's not meant to be... Forever. A beautiful relationship, but right. there's a lesson to learn. What would you say about that? Well, maybe we should talk about that in the second half. Maybe we should. Yeah, because I feel like I could go on and on. Yes. Yeah, that's right. All right, so recap some of these top reasons, and then the second half we're going to get into understanding how you can resolve these. Um, we got the rational ones. Yep. Like money, citizenship. Baby daddy. That's right. Uh, responsibility. Right. Um, the big, big emotional one is chemical withdrawal from good sex. Yep. So uh, that's kind of like a drug addiction. For the person sure. who says, I'm not doing any more OxyContin. And then, bam, bam they're right pill back. popping. That's it. Okay. Then there's the fear of being alone. Like, just, yeah. I can't be alone. I've been with someone for so long. I right. can't have my house, my home, my, my, my bed. You know, if you sleep in your car, you, you, you want someone in your passenger seat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then... Um, or the back and then, seat. Yeah, that's it. Or the back seat. Or the trunk. If right. It depends on the car. If you're really creepy. That's right. Um, and then, of course, the, the, the fear that, um, you know, what if I don't, I can never do better. Right. Or maybe a person has such low self-esteem, unfortunately, which a lot of people do, they don't believe they deserve better. Especially right. if the person said, you're never going to find someone like me. No one's ever going to love you the way I love you. That's right. Ouch. Right. 
So there's a lot of that like negative hypnosis going on, a lot of that programming right. that maybe maybe uh, they got from uh, childhood. A parent said, you know what? You'll be lucky if anyone ever loves you because That's you're right. blank. Yeah. So X, then you find y, someone. What's that? X, Y, Z, whatever. That's right. And then, of course, the codependency, which is where one person you know, is basically enabling the other person's right. dysfunctional behavior, but they yeah. both get something out of it. Right. So we're going we're gonna to go to a break for a few minutes, and the second half of the show will be back um, with Ali Lassard. Uh, this is Todd Goodwin from the Miami Hypnosis Center, your host and the Inspiring Minds Radio Show. If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more, all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year, and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter, and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at GiveAndTakeNetwork.org. Welcome back to the Inspiring Minds Show. This is Todd Goodwin, your host and hypnotist. I'm with my special guest host today, Ali Lassard, uh, woman to the stars, yeah, and goddess of the cosmos. The goddess of the cosmos. And uh, in this segment, we have a special guest that some of you out there listening uh, know. It's Coach Simone Kelly, who's the visionary goddess and proprietoress of the Own Your Power radio network. Simone Kelly, let's give you a round of applause. That's right. Thank you. That's right. That's all right. It's all good. So, Simone, you're here to enlighten us on some of your people you know clients, friends, the woman in the mirror, I don't know, whatever, maybe not, but <laughs> experiences with the whole, we're breaking up, sort, sort of. of. Right, right. So what what say you? Well, um, I can start from when I was in my 20s, my own personal story. Um, I had a, a boyfriend from high school to college. We were like off and on, off and, you know, off and on all the time. And um, the reason I think it was, it was because you know, it was that whole, like, codependency, that whole addict. It was, it was def definitely, like, an addictive relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we were very close, like, family in a sense, too, because we kind of grew up together in a right. sense. Um, but, you know, he wasn't right for me. And, you know, we're still friends to this day. But um, It's admirable. Yeah, we're, we're cool. <laughs> we're cool. But, no, I'm not going there. Okay. <laughs> Hope he's not listening now. <laughs> Love so, ya. I don't want to break his heart now. <laughs> no, it's, it's all right. I mean, Kisses, you know, XOXO. Denial yeah. can be painful. Yeah, but it was one of those... I think, you know, again, that was, I was way younger. So, I, you right. know, I was, I'm talking about like 17 to like 23. So it's like your first at love. That, yeah, definitely my first love. And at that time, you really think like, oh my God, we're going to get married. I had it all planned out. We're going right. to get married at 23. Yep. We're going to have my first baby at 26. And da -da -da. You were both 17 or he was 23? He 17. was one year younger than me. He was um, 
16 and I was 17. And so wait, prom. when you turn I went to his prom, he went to my prom. It was like, you know, like but wait, when you turn 18, doesn't that make it like statutory rape? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about that. <laughs> so we're gonna break up for six months. Yeah, just sorry, six. you're barely legal. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but you can't, you can't rape the willing though, right? Say that again. You can't, can't rape the willing. <laughs> He's willing, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna wait. tie you down and I'm gonna force you. Mommy, We're no. not breaking up. It reminds me there was a Seinfeld episode. I don't remember the details, but <laughs> Jerry said to this woman, I think it was Jerry, he said, we're breaking up. She said, no, we're not. Right. Oh, no, wow. no, we're, we're breaking I up. I kind of remember that. I yes. too. She kept showing up at places. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm trying to break up. How do you break up with a person who won't break up? And she's like, we're not breaking up. He's like, George, what am I supposed to do? He's that's like, a good job. Right? right. Yeah. Why so does good. everyone always break? Okay, so that's the thing. Right. So George? Yeah, well, I don't do George. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Well, so that that was one incident that I can remember clearly because I was we we kept going back back you know back and, and forth was, back yeah, and forth a lot of craziness going on. Um, what but, are some other people's? But my say? clients, I can talk about clients and friends. I have several people that I know like that. One girl I know, she has um, several four children. So and her her husband cheats on her left and right, does all kind of stuff, and she stays with him. And because in her mind, who's going to want me with four kids? I got four kids. Who's, right. who's going to want me? So it's low self-esteem. Right. Um, and, and, you know, it's just, you know, settling to, at the end of the day. Not really loving yourself enough to, to leave. Because, right. you know, it's not healthy. Because at the end of the day, she's risking her life. He's right. risking their, their, you know, he's out there having sex, having babies with other people. Meaning unprotected. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Right. You know, that's that's scary to me. Yeah. Um, now, on Facebook now, it's a mm-hmm. whole other story. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. We got some feedback from some fans on Facebook. And... Um, one of the one of the actually one of our own people, Mike Mike Easy, who works for Only Power, yep. he wrote citizenship is one of the reasons why people stay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Which Visa. Yeah, okay. In Miami. Yeah, yeah, in Miami. That's, yeah, that's a big the, one. It's real. Um, uh, Christina Sheeman, um, she put uh, love, comfort, support, and good sex. Yeah, yeah. So yep. that, we got that. That's we definitely that at the down. top of the list. Good mm-hmm. sex, because um, it kind of warps your thinking a little Com- bit. Comfort and support. So people yeah. like when obviously we we get addicted to when people. Um, take care of us and do nice things for us but we don't sure. like it when they do not nice things but a real right. relationship has to have both that's right well yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean I have to beat you but I mean unless you're into that but it means <laughs> but you know but there are 50 shades of awkward <laughs> <laughs> that's right but someone who loves you who really loves you is gonna is gonna criticize you that, that you know that you're gonna get both sure you know you, if you're not getting not getting it from your spouse you're gonna get it from someone right I think um, another big fear is just starting over like I've come across a couple of clients and friends and people I've just been meeting at events that yep. they've been married for twenty years. Yeah, and they're like they can't and imagine. Like, but they, they they actually some of them have been able to step out and get divorced, yep. but because um, they just had it's had enough, you know. Mine too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there are some people that really are just like, well, I've already been with him for twenty years. Who who am I gonna meet now? I don't want to do online dating. Yeah, what's the point? I don't want to um you know start over and meet all these weirdos out there. I'd rather put up with him. Right. At least I know what I'm getting every night and sure belittles me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drinks beers and just you know ride it out. Yeah, yeah. ride That's the wave. Sad. Yeah, That's I actually crappy. know somebody who ha- got divorced after forty four years. Yeah, a marriage because she just couldn't put up with, with it anymore. So right. that's a long time. It is to put it up be with like stuff. sixty and yeah, like hey, hey I'm I gonna go. Enough. Yeah, brave. That's, well, that mean if they got married when they were sixteen? I don't know. <laughs> it happens. Depends where they're from. Certain parts of the country. That I, I didn't know. say I was good in <laughs> math. math. No, that's, that's <laughs> All right, fair enough. But I'm okay. very compassionate. Let's keep. Yeah. I know Let's you continue. I know. Okay, so okay, so what else, Simone? What? Um, well, just some some of the. Re- Anything else we haven't discussed? <laughs> well, I think these are all. You want some more real juicy stuff, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Some I have some more depressing stuff, so I don't think you know. Mm. I mean, 
Hey, that's just gonna uh, bounce off our stuff. We're yeah, just gonna I'm, not gonna, gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Basically, codependency is, is huge. You guys talked about that already. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I mean, then sometimes you're right. There can be an alcoholic thing. Like, right. oh, right. he's an alcoholic, but he needs me. Right. Oh and, yeah. And you know, it's like I'm without the only me, one he'll die. That's right. Right. And and you know, the per- because the, the thing is with codependence, is that the person who's more let's say empowered, mm-hmm. um, because there's always one that's more functional they than get the other. The, yeah, so the more they get functional, something from it. Yeah. That's where they're getting the ego gratification of feeling of like the savior an, complex. That's right. Yeah, like I'm here saving this person. That's right. It's right. like a messiah they need martyr. Me. Uh-huh. Right. You sacrifice yourself. Right. To save for the someone. other. But it makes you feel like worthy. You're, right. Right. Important. At least I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. At least someone needs me. Or I have a purpose. Right. So again, that's a, so, a self-esteem thing. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in those types of relationships that do become codependent do feel like they lack a sense of purpose because if they have nothing to live for that's their own or they have nothing that they've created on their own and the only thing they have is the relationship, if they left the relationship, they have no identity. No, that's a, that's a good point. So if someone, just like people who retire and for 30 years they've identified themselves With as... their job. Right, that's why a lot of people die a couple of years after they retire. Right. Because who are you? Oh, well, they I'm... They don't I'm, even know. They don't I'm, know. That's right. Yeah. That's funny. Like, that's some people that always say, oh, my husband, me and my husband. Are yeah, the yeah. women that I was working with. Yeah. You know, I had two clients that were both in their early 50s who were, like, housewives, and they didn't really work. And then the kids left, and then they didn't, They you know, obviously they can't stand their husband because they never probably liked him in the first place. So they've gone all these years, and then they're just sort of coexisting because they've been focused maybe on the kids. Right. Then the kids leave. They're looking at one another like, uh, what are we doing here? But then the, you know, the wife's like, I have no idea what to do with myself. I don't know who I am. If I get divorced, I don't, I'm not a wife anymore, and I'm not a mother, and I don't have a career. So <laughs> Own your power, people. Own your power <laughs> lifestyle, people. That's right. <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, any other juicy stuff? Um, I, well, I found an article um, on Elite Daily, and they, they talk about, ladies, why, this is why you need to stop going back to your ex. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite points on here was um, they said, you're not Carrie and Big. They are TV characters, and when you think about it, Carrie was a bit pathetic for going back to Big. You know, really, so really for those who don't know who Carrie and Big are, they're from Sex and the City. So right. she should have stayed with Aiden, if you ask me. Aiden, Aiden. seriously, right? Everyone loved so Aiden, cute. but yeah. he was like, but he, he was, was too nice, and he didn't like the fact that she smoked. She, right. if she had known a hypnotist, oh, yeah. big she would have quit her. smoking, and then they would have been right. <laughs> That's it. Where was That's Todd Goodwin? I, I don't know. I was in Miami, and she was in New York. That's what you get for being in New York, anyway. Sorry, sorry for all our New York peeps out there, but you know. Yeah. Well, another reason why Come people Skype, people go Skype. back to the ex that they said um, that he promises how things are going to be different in the future. Right. And, and, and let's let's be real; it's not always the man. It's no. sometimes it's the woman that that messes up. So you know, don't this, this is kind of skewed towards mm-hmm. women only. Sure. Right. But um, we do have men listeners too. So um, yeah, saying that they're gonna get be different and they're gonna change, and and usually they do for like a good two what two months maybe you know, maybe three months. That's lucky. ambitious. <laughs> Yeah, let's say two weeks. <laughs> yeah, two weeks, three weeks. But yeah, but the, the thing is, one of my favorite quotes that I always say to my clients is I say, you know, um, if you, what, how's it go? When you settle for less, how can you expect more? Right. Because nothing's going to change. If, you, if, you, if you're set, you're literally settling for less. And you already know what you're going to get. So why, why do you think it's going to change? Right. I mean, some people do change, granted. But it's usually like, what, 20%? It's not a dramatic. You and know. if a person is who they are, and essentially that's like a core value, I know that's something that you talk about a lot, Todd. Mm-hmm. You know, a core value, and those core values are just a piece of who they are, and you want them to change. I mean, that's you, unrealistic. It's unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. And then you get let down sure. again and again. Like you, like like you mentioned that the person you know whose husband cheats on her yeah. as a matter of course. That's it's not unre- having integrity. That's right. But the reality is that's important to him. I'm not saying I'm not defending his behavior in any way, but the reality is he's not hiding the fact that that's what he does. Right. Maybe he hides 
But the point is, she knows he does that. She's lying to herself. That's right. So he, he's not betraying her. She's betraying herself That's by right. fooling herself into thinking, oh, he's going to change this time. Sure. It's right. like, no, he's shown you his cards. Yeah. That's how he plays. Over and over and over That's again. Right. So clearly you still are okay with that, but obviously that's... She wears her sunglasses at night. So that she can, so she can, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. She can't see anything. Right. I thought you were going to start singing. Yeah, right. That's for later. He was trying to get you to go into the song. I wear my sunglasses at night Where's so, my I can, so I can write. The, the young people listening to the show are like, what are they you talking no about? Idea. Corey Hart from the mid-1980s. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. I didn't even know who sang it, but that was that's a good song. Hard. That's right. Anyway, okay, so, <laughs> all right, so let, let's get, let's move on to some ways. You kind of look like him, by the way. How can oh, we thank you. Thank combat you this issue? Um. Yeah, so how do we resolve this? Okay, so we talked about now m- most of my perspective of course is as a as a hypnotist and helping people shift the way they think. Right. Um, so that they can feel different. Right. And when you feel different, you're free to act differently. Mm-hmm. Cuz as long as you have certain beliefs or memories or minds a mindset and a way of thinking about something that's your automatic thought process, it's going to trigger certain emotions right. and then those emotions are going to cause you to actually act in a certain way. So in a way, even though, yeah, we theoretically are in control of our actions, if we're, if we're compulsed by an intense emotion, mm-hmm. we really aren't free to choose. Right. The we're emotion just, takes over and it, you're back into the cycle. Right. It's like you're running a program. Right. Okay. So I'd say the first thing we got to look at is acknowledge that in a lot of these cases, it's actually an emotional compulsion to stay in a relationship that's dysfunctional. Right. So, I mean, you could take this to the next level of a relationship where um, we'll be stereotypical for a minute and say an abusive relationship, emotionally or physically, where the woman is being abused and the man is the abuser. Right. So, in that case, she knows logically she needs to get out because mm-hmm. all her friends are telling her that. And, and maybe she's got bruises and she's... Right. And, who it, knows? And, and you look at it objectively and like, what the hell is wrong with you? Don't you... Can't you see the writing on the wall? But right. emotionally... She is afraid to leave, mm-hmm. probably not because of good sex, but you never know. But it's like, well, you know, I have all these Could reasons. Could be great sex and emotionally manipulative. True. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, battery or anything. But right. the point is she knows that she should be able to do better right. logically. Right. But emotionally she can't seem to, to leave mm-hmm. for a variety of the reasons we discussed. Yep. And so that cre- that's internal debate right. where I know I should do this, but I keep wanting to do that. It's internal conflict, yeah. That's right. And that's the conscious and the subconscious battling out. And that's you know, what you know, we see with all of our clients and yep. what, I, what I work with people all the time, whether it's I know I should quit smoking, but I need something yeah, to Yeah, I relax. was just going to say, it's like when you just want to quit and then you're like, oh, and then you reach for the cigarette. Yeah, because you're like, you know what? Oh, I haven't smoked in three days, yeah. but well, you know what? Just eh, this once. I've had a really tough day and, you know, now's not the right time. Mm-hmm. And, and right. It's just one. Yeah, tons or of some, excuses. Some people will just say, oh, well, it's just sex. We're, we're not really yeah. back together. We're just, we're just, we just That's have right. sex. Yeah. That's right. But then what, what they're doing is that they're not making the way for Something, something new that's right. supposed to be yeah a if you don't situation. take out your garbage yeah. how are you gonna put a new bag yeah, right in now. the can yeah yep so guilty been there that's yeah. it <laughs> right we've all been there you try to, try to rationalize oh, uh, it's just uh, one night oh, it's been shit. a couple of months we're <laughs> not attached yeah there's no emotions yeah. here so, so the reality is this the structure of just this in it. most cases is exactly the same as what you would call an addiction or what I prefer to call an emotional compulsion right or an emotionally com- emotionally compulsive habit mm-hmm. where you know you should do A but you keep feeling like doing B and going back to that. Right. So this, you know, we got to resolve the internal debate, and that's where you know hypnosis and NLP is really effective at helping, yes. um, really just clear that, you know, clear that um, uh, conflict. And then the other thing that that I've done 
And we've talked about Ali, I know for sure, mm-hmm. um, with some, I told you about some people I worked with in the past. Um, when they have really positive associations to a person, mm-hmm. maybe from strongly explicit sexual memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I remember those times, it was so good, and they get turned on just thinking about sure. it. It's sort of like remembering the drug high, but not the low. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so only seeing the quote-unquote, you know, good right. or dreamy, idealistic, you know. So they're, they're, they're putting the person on a pedestal, right. maybe as in terms of their personality, but they also, it's like, even if they know the person's a total jerk, right. but, you know, I'm the sex was really good. Right. Right. Yep. So the memories, actually, of those good sexual experiences are actually what keep you hooked. That's right. Because the memory creates that emotional urge to experience the pleasure again. Sure. And the urge can only be satisfied by going back physically. Right. So it's kind of the opposite of what when when Dana Peicher, one of my uh, colleagues at the Miami Hypnosis Center, uh, in a show we did recently on trauma, mm-hmm. why it's kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Because when I've worked with people to resolve this, uh, tr- to trauma, they had an experience which contains which they have a strong negative association to. Right. Whenever they think about that thing, they feel crappy. Right. And so they avoid anything like that. Right. So they almost develop a phobia of anything like that, and so mm-hmm. they have avoidance behavior to anything that's similar to that trauma. Right. When it comes to really good sex from, um, or any sexual compulsion, in fact, even right. if someone's a flasher. Yeah. I have to tell you about that. I t- I tell you about that. <laughs> that was an amazing a, story. Yeah, I had a client with that. We'll another talk about show. that another time. But anyway, the point is that there's a... <laughs> I'm taking my clothes off, that's sort right. of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Just my opening my trench coat. But but the thing is, uh, that's basically the positive experience. Right. They get hooked on that, mm-hmm. and they keep going back to it. So it's really, the, the way to resolve it is really the opposite. Right. Is, way that, is the opposite of resolving a trauma. Right. But you, so in that case, you got to introduce a lot of negative um, emotion and association into the memory. Correct, so that they're not going back to that dream state, la la land. Like, oh my god! So you can hypnotize when? somebody to get re- get over their ex. Absolutely. Oh God, he for did sure. it for awesome. me. Yeah, totally. And he in fact, we get me. requests from that all the time. Yep. Normally, people say, "Can he you help me forget that I've ever been with this person?" And I say, "No, you can't forget." <laughs> but wow. I wanted that. I'm like, please, That's can you just make powers it disappear? Do that. Well, so the yeah. reality reality is, you want to you want to remember because it's important information to know right. for your life. But not associate. You well, know? But what I tell them is, you can f- you can't forget the person but you can forget the feelings mm. right and that's really what people want because right. thinking about oh i was with this person blah 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 that's okay but the longing the hole in your heart right, the, all right. that you know the broken heart the the all that stuff that's fairly easy to resolve and well, that's really you know we see a lot of people for that yeah what about the lessons because i think that's key that people need to pay attention to like what are you t- what are you gonna what are you gonna take away from what happened right why did this person come into my life? Yeah, and maybe instead of blaming them, exactly. Look at what did you learn from the situation? Because right. I think that's something a lot of us don't do. Yes. And even like when you meet a new person, when they—that's <laughs> a red flag on the first date. They're talking about their ex-girlfriend the whole time or their ex-wife. You might want to ask, well, how did you? What did you learn from that relationship? They say, right. oh, nothing. She's just a bitch. I hate She's her. a bitch, right? Ooh, red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Run, run, run. That's true. And but yeah. see, that's another example of Lacking someone accountability. Who, yeah, that's true. And they haven't processed the emotions right. properly. They haven't mm-hmm. done the cleanup work exactly. from the past relationship. Heal. That's right. So whether so if someone you know so if you're listening, just want you to know. And if you're not listening, then you're not hearing me say. If you're listening, so <laughs> <laughs> the point is, um, if you've been through a breakup of any kind and you feel either resentment or regret or guilt or shame mm-hmm. or an, an emotional hook that's still in you, mm-hmm. just know that you there there are ways of 
pulling out that hook of neutralizing those those unwanted feelings so that you can actually make peace with the past, put it behind you, learn what you need to learn. Once you get the emotional crap out of the way, then you can look at it logically and learn the lessons. Right. Because a lot of that emotional stuff gets in the way of learning. Right. Because then you're just running from negative emotions and that's going to that's going to drive future relationship decisions. For sure. I do it with my clients all the time. When we look at their astrology charts, we look at the lessons that lie within their chart. And if that chart is your potential at birth, and some of these things may be mapped out for you to experience, you know, on a soul level, if we get spiritual for a second, or mm -hmm. a little esoteric, if you're meant to experience these things, then certain people must come into your life, difficult or not. You know, the challenging ones are the ones where we learn the most, where we expand and we grow the most, assuming that we grow and we heal from it. You know, we, we fully dive in, and then even with our heart broken, you know, we've we've hopefully learned a really powerful lesson there. So it's nice to bring awareness to those things so that people can also have another reference point. That's a good point, because you're right. There may be other reasons that go beyond the... The logical, you Or know. even the emotional. There may be, like right. you mentioned, the, the there may be some faded kind of... Right, predestined karmic, sort of... Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yep. So if people want to learn more about the astrology or, or have a reading done, because you do it yeah. by Skype too, don't you? Correct. Okay, so how can people find out about you, Allie? So you can go to my website, which is www.alisonlessard.com. That's A-L-I-S-O-N-L-E-S-S-A-R-D. Um, you can also find me at that same name on Facebook and friend me. Uh, and check it out there. All my information is there. Cool. And Simone, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com, that's right? Yeah. Coach Simone Kelly. You are there already, yes. If you're interested in finding out more about my coaching services, I have business and personal development coaching, um, just go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Cool. Easy breezy. All right. Well, we're wrapping up this exciting episode. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Have Thank you both for, for being here. This is Todd Goodwin, your host and hypnotist from the Miami Hypnosis Center. You can learn more about what we do by visiting MiamiHypnosisCenter.com. This has been the Inspiring Minds radio show on the Own Your Power radio network. Um, we're going to have some really exciting shows coming up with a whole bunch of different things, ranging from fears and phobias to addictions, really compelling things. You can understand what's causing that and how to resolve it. That's all for today. Have an inspiring, empowering, and transformational night.